0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Lifeline. Anne-Marie, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Ah, oh, when, when did you get this, new, this notice? Um, at 12.31 this afternoon, okay. I got a text from AIR. Okay. To say that um, from the February the 20th that they were going paperless. And if I res- wish to still receive my bill by paper in the post, yeah. it would cost me 5 99 per month for the... 72 euro a year. Yes, 71.88 a year extra on my bill. And if I wanted to receive it on the computer, it will be free. And I'm absolutely disgusted. Well, tell me why. Tell me why. That was obvious. Well, I think it's terrible. I think in this day and age, even though uh, the young people are all into computers and technology, there's a lot like me that's not. Okay. Um, I like to get my bill in the post. I like to go to the post office. There was an uproar about keeping post offices. They were saying the government gives them contracts to receive these payments and all the work that the girls in the post office do. So now that's taken me out of... I don't use a computer. I yeah. don't want to use a computer. Fine, absolutely fine, yeah. Um, I have... Even though I sent the email in to say that I think it's terrible, I think it's discriminative. When I signed up with AIR 40 years ago, um, it's not in my contract to say that they can take away. If I take their service, um, if, I, if I'm paying them for their service, mm-hmm. it's part of the contract that they give me a bill to pay them. Yeah, that's true. So I should be allowed to go to the post office on a Friday, pay my bills, and yeah, but come you, out happy. But you, you have, well done, but you want to get your bill through the letterbox. Yes, I, I receive it yeah. as I am now through the letterbox. Yeah. But they want to charge a five ninety nine per month per bill, which adds up to seventy one eighty eight a year. In this climate, I have no idea what the reason okay. is behind it. Now, and I'm disgusted, and I think well, it's terrible well, well, that they're well, allowed well, to do Anne, this. Let me guess. I suspect one of the reasons they say is we want to save the forests of the world. We want to save paper. We're Greta Thunberg supporters. We're uh, uh, awake to all the climate change. So we're saving paper. Okay. Well, they can buy paper, recyclable paper, Kendra. That's true. You know, like, I mean... Or you, can, have... you can, give, given that the cost of fuel, you can use the paper to light the fire. Lovely. And when you're having the price of a packet of fire lighters in this exactly. day and age... Exactly. Roll up. Yes, Roll it's up. absolutely shocking that they're allowed to do this. Now, they, really say, they say here, customers who wish to continue to receive paper bills will be charged six quid a month. Five ninety nine, actually. Why did they, Why don't they just say six quid, guys? We're not, yeah, we're not stupid. It's six quid a month from February yeah. the twentieth, uh, which well, you've spotted that. Well, well, well done. You only got it an hour ago, with the exception of age-friendly customers. Yes, they were free. Who are they? Well, it says age-friendly, so my son had a look at it. It wasn't me now, to be truthful, and he said he was assuming it was people over age sixty-five. Now, he doesn't know that either. That's what he's assuming. He had a quick look because I rang okay. him and I said, come up for a cup of tea. I want to show you something because I thought it was okay. a scam. Customers with, customers with landlines only. Yeah. Will not. Well, well, obviously, if you have a landline only, 
it's kind of obvious that you don't have a mobile phone or you don't have or you might not have a computer so how else are they going to tell you yes, you see yes. could they could okay you don't have sorry one for example one doesn't have the 72 quid extra extra a yes. year um, and to get 72 quid into your your hand in Ireland you have to earn 144 quid before tax okay so you get the 72 you don't have the 72 quid and you don't have a computer Okay, so so they don't they don't send you any bill anyway. Will they still cut you off? Well, that's right. Well, if they don't get their money, of course like they, they will. don't send me the bill. You know, but I think now. Do you know? Is, is anyone any other utility company doing this? Do you know? Uh, I know Electric Ireland. Uh, you but you have a choice, but there's no payments involved. You can get your bill through the post or your bill on the computer. Now, Air might say the cost of a stamp has gone up. It's now, what, 160? It's gone up nearly 100% in the last three years. Cost of a stamp, for example, the cost of envelopes, the cost of paper, etc. Yeah, et I still don't think it's right. You're paying them for their service. Yeah. You're a customer of theirs. So, and, now and the thing is that Anne Marie, well, well spotted because I hadn't heard of this before, and you say no, you, and, and I how, haven't. How do they communicate with you at, at half twelve? Um, by text. That's what I just said to by my text. son. I did, okay. David said, "Did you get a notice in the post?" No, I you said, didn't. No, this that would have cost you. That would have been an extra six quid, Anne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, but the world has gone mad. It's shocking. The state of the country is absolutely shocking that they're looking for six euro and a person has in the price of a bag of nappies or a pint of milk to feed their children. I think it's an absolute disgrace what's going on. And oh, it just drives me crazy. Every day on the news, there's something else has gone up and something else has gone up. And where does it all end? You know, where do the people, where do they yeah. think the people are going to get it? I, really I, remember, I remember the ad. Now, it's about six months ago, the ad... Uh, from Air saying they'd won the best customer service award oh. as voted by Public Sector magazine. Now, as people listening to Liveline uh, know, everyone in the country, once they took out an ad in Public Sector magazine, seemed to get an award. Um, and we've no idea st- still how Air got the award. But anyway. Well, if you this try and ring them, good luck to you because you'll, I'll give you an example. When my son was moving out, mm-hmm. He was taking his stuff out of his bedroom. Okay. A lot of stuff gathered over the years. Yes, yes. I only had to go, well, it was only, we go down the road and up the road, not very far. Yeah. And I rang here at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Right? I was questioning them. I forget what the question was. I rang them at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I did five runs out to my son's new house with his stuff. And by the time I came back at 10 to 1, they still hadn't answered the phone. <laughs> So that's the customer service. And your, I think it's not where, good enough. Your son moved out yeah. in the time and still by the end of him moving out, Air yes. still hadn't answered the phone. At 10 to 1, from I rang at about quarter to 10 that morning. Okay. Is that a and record? Is that a record? Yeah, 9.45 yes, until 12.50. Yeah. Three um, hours and, and five I, minutes. Okay. And, when, when and did, they, did they eventually answer the phone? No, actually, I was cut off. <laughs> I was cut off. I didn't even get through Thank to anybody. God. And then the other thing I say to people, and people give out to me, I say, if you don't spend three hours on the phone, get out a bit of paper and an envelope and write to them. But the problem is, I don't think there's an address on an air bill. Yes, for I you have to wrote write to them, to them in the past yeah. on the on the address that's on the bill. 
okay. some place in Dublin, and I have yet to receive a reply. Yeah. So, um, no, they're hard work, so they are when you're trying to get through. So what are you going but, to do, Anne-Marie? Well, uh, if enough of us change service and hope that the others don't follow suit, but a bit, you know, but it. Oh, you'll, cha- you'll change. Provi- you'll change provider. Yeah, well, they broke the contract with me when I we. What's the right? When I signed up with them again, in I'm with them forty years. Wow. Forty years, I have. I'm with. And them remember that the fundamentals of air were built by the Irish taxpayer years yes. and then it was sold off in a scandal the telecom scandal where yes, that's right. only the, the big uh, yeah well only the big buyers of shares who had stockbrokers they made the money and yes. all the little people lost thousands paying buying their own company which they own but anyway that's another day's yes. uh, program um, on tg car and that's but, not forgotten by people either like a, yeah. too much carry on going on too much people walking away and there's too too many and more people living on from hand to mouth day to day. And these companies think that this is okay to... And I don't okay. think it is okay. And if you notice other stuff going up in price, by the way, 51551 is a text number. Have you noticed other things going... Well, you have noticed other things yes, going up Yes, of course. Your everyday items, your bread, your butter, your tea, a pound of butter, 420, 4.29 yeah. for a pound of butter. And... Uh, it's a long, long time ago, but when I was very little, coming up the road with my dad in the car, okay. it was a local lad, Declan Bree, which was a councillor. Yes, and then became alive a and well, great man. Yeah. Yes, uh, Declan was standing on, a, as my dad would call it, an orange box with a megaphone, shouting butter would be a pound a pound. Okay. And I remember my dad saying to my mother, is he gone daft? Well, the price of the stamp, just to keep you up to date, me up to the price of the stamp for the first of February has gone up to one thirty-five. One thirty-five, and, so, and I think two or three years ago it was eighty cent. But anyway, they, the, the, I think on post provide a brilliant, brilliant service. Yeah. Yeah. And you well, know the other thing I love as well about uh, Anne Marie, I love uh, about. Uh, sorry, I'm just reminding us because it happened a lot during the pandemic that if you send a letter to somebody. Okay, I'll include air in this, by the way. It means a postman or a postwoman is knocking on on that person's door or delivering stuff to that person's house uh, one, two days a week. And the post post persons are absolutely brilliant at keep, yes. keeping track of people. They will notice, they will throw, put in a letter in the letterbox and they might see that, that the post hasn't been picked up from inside the letterbox for a week. And they'll knock on the door and say, are you okay in there? They're, it's a great, I know they're not paid yes, for this. it's a social outlet. It's a brilliant social service. Yes. It is and a brilliant social service. And then you don't want service. those lads to lose their jobs. Oh, yeah. All going, well, air, you, know, like, you see, air is a side. big, big, air, ESB, or whatever your yeah. provider is now, is a big, big um, customer of, of Unpost. So that's a pity. Yeah, and it's a social outlet to go and pay your bills yeah. in the post office. Okay, here's the statement from air. Okay. They sent it by post. Pay them the six quid and get it in full. Air said it's committed to a greener, more sustainable Ireland. And since 2019, Anne-Marie, has removed 1.9 million sheets of paper from its retail operations. And more than, wait for this, 18.5 million sheets by customers moving to paperless. Well, well, what about the million people that won't yeah, exactly. well, that's, do it? You know, that's I don't know, the other I don't, side I, of it. I don't know what that, I don't know many trees that saves. Um, <laughs> a Bernard Power, Bernard. 
Hello. Joe at RT.ie. Your observation, please, Bernard. Well, it seems to me they have it backwards. Yeah, it seems us. to me that if they've been sending out bills for the past 40 years for free, effectively, yeah. that... Well, not for free. It's, it's included in the service. Yeah, I know, yeah, but administratively, from where we're looking at it now, yeah. uh, that should continue. And then if somebody says, right, I don't want the paper bill anymore, I want to go paperless, yeah. then they should get a reduction of the 72 euros a year in their bill. Not the other way around. Why? Because they're, the, because they're saving the paper. They're saying, we don't oh, want paper. that's a paper. good point. Yeah, okay. So you're saying... Um, that... If I if I go paperless, you get a reduction because 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 Air have put a value on uh, posting yeah. it out, and the value on posting it out is seventy two quid a year. So Air should reduce your bill by that much if you go paperless. That is a Euclidean uh, theorem that's brilliantly worked out, Bernard. Were you good at maths in school? Useless. Well, I tell you, <laughs> you were you were misgraded. That's that's a fantastic. Bernard's making the point. If, forgive me for explaining it again, Bernard, but it is brilliant. Bernard's making the point that they have just told Anne-Marie on the other line in the last half hour that they're going to charge her 72 quid a year if she wants to keep getting her bill in the post. But they don't say, OK, I don't want to get my bill in the post. Will you reduce, reduce my bill by 72 quid? Because you're saying that's how much it costs to send it to me. Bingo, Bernard. Top of the well, class, Bernard. Seems logical to me. It also seems like they're just trying to make a killing. I know you can't say that. I can't say that. Oh, I didn't say that. Did I say that? (laughs) What was your best subject in school, Bernard? Oh, I didn't have one. Logic. Well, I tell you, logic and maths and math, as they say, should be up there. Anne Marie, how about we say that to where? So, so yeah, you're saying about... 72 quid if I want to if I want to stay pay say with my bill. That means it's 72 quid uh, extra. So take 72 quid if I want to go paperless. Yeah, well, there's an argument for that. I'm not saying, but yeah. I need to learn my computer skills very quick. Okay, now what, a, what about the argument? And which anyway, what about the argument? That citizens Advice used it when they were. Citizens Information user when they were getting rid of all the, the brilliant volunteers there a few months ago uh, in that scandal, that they, they, they said, well, most people now, older people, are using computers or mobile phones or smartphones. Yeah, I agree. But there is a percentage that doesn't want to touch them or yeah, doesn't yeah. use bank cards or likes to use their cash. Yeah, or cash yeah. is king. They're talking about taking away cash. You can't go to a restaurant with cash. That is, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I know what the man said there. There, there could be an argument for that. But um, at the same time, there is people like me that doesn't use a computer and doesn't... I, I can use a little. I'm very limited mm-hmm. on it. Of course. But everything, if it comes to bills or emails or anything, I have to always get help. And then, like, for example, there's a protest at the moment outside the doll by adult education teachers looking for a fair deal. But th- that reminds us as well. I know, I know it's not all about literacy, but I, uh, th- there's a significant proportion of the population, whether we like it or not, and hopefully it's changing, that cannot even read or write, yes. you know, let alone use a computer. So we shouldn't all presume because all their mates and their circle use a computer that everyone in the same way as ads shouldn't presume that everyone, as they do, that everyone in the country goes around in a car. 
because they don't. They, yeah, and everyone doesn't have a bank account. Our own uh, bishop didn't have a bank account. Bertie Aaron didn't have a bank account. I mean... There is people out there that... Um, well, I think it's terrible. Uh, and Bernard, have you, Bernard, is Bernard, gone? Bernard, have you noticed the cost of living going up? You have, surely. Where's he gone? On me. Okay, stay with us, Anne-Marie. Joe at rt.ie, 51551 is the text number. Anne-Marie has just been told in the last uh, 92 minutes ago in a text from Air that if she wants to keep getting the bill from Air in the post, they will charge her, not the cost of the stamp, which is 135 but they will cost, it will cost her €72 Euro a year to get her bill through the letterbox. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And just a reminder on Friday week, talk about, you get, I'm going to give you something for free. On Friday week, uh, we are in the um, D Hotel in Drogheda for Funny Friday, all the usual gang, and also a very special guest uh, jetting in jetting in from Dunboyne is the wonderful, the legendary Brush Shields, Brandon Francis Shields. Um, now he's he's a, a robunctuous um, a rocker at this stage and he will be giving his wit and wisdom and telling us how he's get, getting into the Guinness Book of Records uh, at his age. He's still a very young man. Brian Cleary. Brian, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. Thanks for uh, You contacted us about this. Well, the, the detail, because I think it's a fascinating uh, story and and it's it's uh, slightly upsetting to say the least. Just tell us your, your your own story first, Brian, and why this ad annoys you, to say the least. Yeah, so I woke up with sudden hearing loss at the end of twenty twenty one, and I suppose that that happens to a good few hundred people in Ireland every year. Right. And you know the current Specsavers ad is basically making light of severe hearing loss. So you've got a character bringing their budgie to the vets because it stopped tweeting and got the usual tagline then and should have gone to Specsavers for, for a hearing test. But um, it's so, no so hang on. I'm trying to remember because this will be on the ad breaks here. Well, the one that the one I remember, the previous Specsavers ads for hearing aids was a woman who couldn't hear anything or couldn't hear, yeah, couldn't decipher anything. Distinguish she couldn't sound. sing either. And she couldn't sing. And then she, someone adjusted her Specsavers um, hearing aids and as if by miracle Lourdes, Fatima, Knock as if by miracle she could hear as clear as a bell is that, is, can hearing aids do that to you by the way? Um, not, not, my experience would be different to that Okay, so, so then just explain the ad the, the radio ad is somebody goes into a shop Goes into the vets with the oh, budgie the vets, because okay. the, budgie, yeah, the budgie has stopped tweeting and the budgie is obviously tweeting and the tagline then is, you know, should have gone to spec favourites. So I, I, it's really not about... And they say, doesn't the, the person behind the counter say something like, uh, 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 spec savers is next door? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I suppose the, the issue is it's, it's not funny. Um, hearing loss profoundly mm-hmm. affects you, you know, it affects your life life. Um, there's lots of people in this situation. That's not the first time the Specsavers would have made light of, of hearing loss. And I, I wonder are there other disabilities that healthcare yeah. organisations can make a joke about? It's a very unusual marketing approach. Um, in my situation, you know, I got sudden sensor yeah. and hearing loss. So this is essentially where you can wake up with loss, complete loss of hearing wow. on my left side in my case. 
Um, so it happens to about a thousand people in Ireland every year. Okay. Um, a lot of them will get their hearing back, but some people will be left with severe or profound loss that's beyond help yeah. with a hearing aid. Um, and so essentially, if you lose one side, you know, you can't hear where things are in space, so you can't know where yeah. whether there's a car coming towards you or not. You can't differentiate speech and noise, so you can't go into a restaurant or a pub or, you know, Just, a loud classroom yeah, um, yeah. without great difficulty in hearing. And some people then get severe tinnitus. So if you imagine, oh, Joe, you wake up in the morning yeah, okay. and someone hands you a hairdryer and that hairdryer is on and you carry that around with you all day, My God. all day long. My God. They, sometimes the power is at maximum sometimes it goes down a little bit but it's always on that's essentially and is tinnitus is tinnitus always that sound or going to be different sounds for different people it depends on what kind of frequencies are affected with your hearing loss so okay. there's lots of different experiences now as far as my understanding there's, there's no cure for tinnitus is there um, you know people are working on it there's a lot of research being done there are people who would sell you a cure what yeah. they call a cure so I'm aware of people spending several hundred euro a month on supplements that are promised to cure their tinnitus or on other non-evidence-based treatments. But there's good resources out there. You know, there's tinnitus charities that have mm-hmm. good support materials, um, which are a lot of the messaging can be. This is something that you will be able to live with. You'll learn okay. to deal with it and you'll be able to get on with it. Um, so it, it's a very difficult situation, you know, apart from the tinnitus, then you've got the social impact, you know, it's, yeah. it's isolating. If you're not going to be able to go into the kind of social situations you could before. So it makes your world shrink. You know, it's associated with uh, cognitive decline in the long run. So it's Mm. one of the main modifiable risk factors for dementia. About 8% of dementia cases are probably caused by hearing loss. And it's something that can be treated with hearing aids. So spectators have a very important job to do, but, you know, it's great to see they had a positive add-on before you started at, at one 45, um, which was someone describing getting sound back, you know. Mm. So, you know, there's a deaf community in Ireland, the deaf yeah, charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they can, you've done great work with, with um, you know, the, the Oscar uh, win last year for, for CODA. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Specsavers have a duty to do right by the hearing loss community and, you know. They, so what they do you want be, them, to, do you want them to stop doing the budgie ad? Um, stop making fun of yeah. Disabilities. It shouldn't be the butt of any joke. Any disability. And when um, you when you woke up that morning, you're still a very young man, a very young man. Uh, you, you you were forty two now. You thought, but uh, how, when you woke up, did you know that you'd lost the hearing in one ear? Do you follow me? Yeah, yeah. It's very obvious. So there was a sense of fullness there, and you know you couldn't hear people on on one side of you. And obviously okay. the, the tinnitus didn't didn't come in straight away. That's your brain adjusting over time. I think of it like phantom limb pain. Um, your brain adjusts to the situation it expects to be getting input. It's not getting it anymore, so essentially it makes it up. And my tinnitus, you know, the tinnitus is different for different people. Mine mm-hmm. tended to react to the volume of the the environment that I was in. So if I was in a loud environment, you would uh, get much, much louder tinnitus. Yeah, it, would, yeah. it would react to it. So in, want... in the assessment that I got of my tinnitus where they put a simulated noise into my good ear, and they started increasing the volume of that simulated tinnitus until it was as loud as my bad ear. They got up to 83 decibels, so that, that's wow. quite loud. That's, that's up past hair dryer territory. Oh, my um, God. So, so it, it's quite profound. It's and how do, you, how do you sleep, Brian, with that sound in your ear? Um, 
I wouldn't be in the catastrophic challenges category. I, I, okay, I could okay. get to sleep with it. Um, there are people with louder, worse sounds. There's people that, that can't adapt to it and uh, habituate is the term that's used to, to mm. get used to it. Um, so it, it, it's it's quite profound, the impact of it. And it's just surprising to, to see that you've got someone who should be looking after people's health uh, using it as part of an advertising campaign. So, you know, like... Well, Specsavers are, are relatively new into hearing aids, aren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, but. Yeah. And what about um, the other the other Specsavers ads? You know, it's become it's become a catchphrase. Should have gone to Specsavers, um, it's an, which is an incredible feat. Um, but it has become a, a catchphrase. You know, where the farmer with the sheepdog and yeah, yeah, the marketing genius there. I think it could be better applied. So if you look at what I got, okay. sudden sense on your hearing loss. The public aren't aware of that. Health professionals have some awareness, but not enough. So if that happens to you, you know, if you or someone you love wakes okay. up um, or suddenly loses their hearing, this isn't a build-up of wax now. This is, yeah, yeah. my hearing is gone in one ear. That's a medical emergency. You should go straight wow. to an ENT specialist within 24 hours. Oh, if you get rapid treatment, you can potentially reverse it. Not everyone. Yeah, yeah. who gets urgent treatment gets it reversed but your chances are increased so I, I started telling this story on, on Twitter you know around the time that it happened mm-hmm. and you know I have multiple messages from people who were in the same boat delayed treatment you know didn't, didn't get the necessary treatment early enough and had permanent loss and then I got one message recently which is a person who remembered reading the, the posts and she woke up with no hearing in one of her ears. Mm. She went straight away and got treatment and okay. it completely reversed and she's fine. So I suppose if one person hears this and remembers that in 5, 10, 15, 20 years' time when their their hearing loss occurs or it happens to someone they love, then, you know, it's worthwhile. I don't want to be here telling my personal story. No, I don't want no, to be no. yeah. given out to spec savers on national radio, but... You no, know, it's important. It's important, important that everyone. And it's important that everyone gets feedback. That's that's part of the program's remit. That people who, who people should be able to give, feedback, including to this station or TG Cahar or uh, RTE or whatever live line that, that people have uh, the right to to to, feed, to feedback. Um, but I do I do take your point. And then the other thing as well is okay. People say well, Specsavers glasses, but being short sighted is not regarded as a disability in itself. It's easily corrected with glasses and it's significant. But actually, hearing loss is a serious, serious event in your life. And I didn't know, I I did not know that point, and I think it's great advice. If you wake up with hearing loss, significant hearing loss in one ear, go straight to your hospital. Don't say, I'll ring and make an appointment if you can, if you're lucky enough to be able to pay for a consultant in a two weeks' time. Go straight to it's, hospital. It's not always that somebody wakes up, and there are probably better people to speak about this more yeah, knowledgeable yeah. than me about it, but it, it's sudden hearing loss. So it's over the course of a day, two days, three days, where there's a substantial drop in your hearing. Um, it might be one-sided. A small proportion of people get it on two sides, so they wake up deaf. So they're suddenly deaf. Um. And... It's it's very traumatizing. It has a massive impact on people's quality of life. And mm-hmm. you know there are treatments. I am um, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm I'm doing fantastic now. There are okay. successful treatments that can be implemented for it. And you know there's hope for people who are in that situation. But I think if if people can get treatment urgently, if there's greater public awareness of it, if every college in the country that trains health professionals ensures that mm-hmm. this is in the curriculum, so that no medic nurse, pharmacist, 
audiologist, anyone okay. who comes into contact with the public in a healthcare context is unaware of the condition. Um, because, you know, it's it's somewhere between five and 20 per 100,000 people per year. So do the sums in Ireland. That's that's up to 1,000 people a year in Ireland. Now, that's not all the, of them have it as that's, bad as that's, me. That's 20 people a week. Yeah. That's 20 um, people a week. That's so just some of them under, will never go to an the average, what, three people a day get yeah, sudden some hearing. Some of them that. won't have it as severe. You know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a very severe case. But I think the fact that, you know, it can get that severe means that there needs to be greater awareness. Um, we need to have adequately resourced ENT services. You know, we need to have adequate resourcing of the um, the hearing aids that people will need, the kind of auditory rehabilitation, the tinnitus support, and, you know, some people will need surgical treatment with a cochlear implant. So we, we need all of those kind of treatments in, in place. But I think it's much better to prevent the need for that healthcare upstream and get people assessed and treated early and, you know, audiologists. Okay are incredible, okay, incredible good, bunch of health good, professionals good, and good, they do great work. So and, do and Brian, don't use it as advertising parlour. Can, uh, here, here. And can people, can people um, prevent hearing uh, going deaf suddenly? Is there anything they should do or should be doing? Um, I presume now people no. wear ear muffs and... Yeah, there's, there's a that separate issue of okay. the degree of noise exposure, which is yeah, a big yeah. problem. And, you know, I don't want my kids using earbuds excessively because... You know, there's potentially yeah. some genetic predisposition yeah. there, and we all need to watch our degree of sound exposure. But unfortunately, about 90% of the cases of what I have, it's unknown what caused it. It might have been a virus. Yeah. It might yeah. have been your own immune system attacking your your inner ear cells after you have a virus you didn't even realise you had. And I was listening uh, it to... Might be a blood flow issue. I was listening. Um, it's a very good programme, actually. Six o'clock on a Sunday night here on RT Radio on Supercharged with Anna Geary and they had a fant- they were doing tinnitus actually last Sunday week and they had an expert on I think he was from Limerick he was really really clear in terms of his explanation and he said tinnitus was caused by some insult to the brain and what he meant was it could be a, it could be as simple as a jolt it could have been built up over years but there's no one explanation for tinnitus it's some yeah. form of insult to the to the brain um, it's something that can be a bit frustrating at times, yeah, but it's yeah. all treated as one thing. You know, yeah, there, there yeah. are quite different multiple causes. And people can't, um, people can't see it, obviously, Brian. Do people believe you when you say, listen, I have to leave, it's too noisy? And they say, what's wrong with you? It's just, it's only 20 of us in the room. Yeah, well, listen, you know, you can get on with the work. You have a certain amount of tinnitus dollars you can spend every day. You know, you spend a lot of it at work. You, you get a rest when you get home. You know, you, you spend the rest of it on, on time with family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's only so much of, you know, the, the, that exposure to, to that extreme tinnitus that you, that you have in a day. So you just manage your, your time yeah. accordingly, you know. Um, I've put it all, it's on a blog. Um, oh, well done. The details are there. I'm kind of working through it. It's nice. Okay. But um, it's uh, it's a learning experience. I think the health system can be improved around this, and I think spec savers can can do their bit. And you know, I think yeah. we've done a bit of awareness uh, awareness raising here on this slot, which is well. Spec savers have just sent us in a statement. It's a pity they won't come on, but anyway. Thank you for sharing the views of your listener. We always welcome feedback, exactly. Uh, our audiology campaigns are designed to raise awareness and your parents of looking after your hearing and not to miss out on key moments and sounds. Our adverse work alongside a range of activity that addresses stigma that is sadly often associated with hearing loss and hearing aids. But isn't that your point? That's yeah, to have an ad where someone is, somebody is almost appears stupid because they don't have um, yeah. full hearing. 
That one so I, I sent your researchers a description of, you know, it's a US article, but it describes the, the lady who she can no longer hear her microwave when it dings. And it kind of goes through her, you know, the course of her experience of hearing loss. So she stops going out, you know, she stops engaging with the social mm. circle that she has. Um, she gets depressed, you know, her, she starts into cognitive decline, she gets dementia. It's amazing how all-pervasive it is. You know, I'm young, I'm able to advocate for myself, I'm able to seek out treatments mm. that, that have helped me. But, you know, it's a very common thing and I don't know that, you know, that you know, if I was in my 60s or 70s that I would be able to, you know, you're just talking yeah, about the, yeah, yeah. the phone bills uh, a few months ago. You know, I don't know that people would be able to advocate yeah. for themselves and get the kind of treatment they need. And they would just get cut off and go and into a slow exactly. decline. And can you imagine, well, you can. Well, you're alerting me to it. Get, Brian, can, the, the, the panic of someone of an, a, a much older age who didn't have the wherewithal or the access to get to medics quickly wakes up with significant hearing loss. Imagine the panic. Imagine the yeah. panic. Uh, Robert, uh, Robert Ru- yeah. Rojo. R- Robert, yeah. good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you? Tinnitus. This is... This is a yeah, alert, um... Like, I, I met Storm out there, Joe, for nearly 40 years, and um, we use power tools, you know, like we yeah. say, a concrete cutting saw called a con yeah. saw. And every time, any time I use that, no, Joe, even though I wear earmuffs, I get wicked tinnitus for two or three days after, oh, you know? Oh, God. And, like, I have tinnitus all the time, and I'm definitely, I'm 60-odd now, Joe, and um, mm. I'm having trouble hearing no times, you know? And can you, can you, can you replicate, can you explain... Or describe the tinnitus sound in your ear. White, white noise, Joe. You know, you know that that that. You remember long ago when the RT would. would oh, that's w- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night time or whatever. Yeah. That noise. That high frequency white noise. Yeah, and I actually find when if there's a radio on, I don't hear the tinnitus. Okay, well that's the way. It's to funny do thing. It, yeah. It's like it's like as if I'm stereo hearing. You know that on one side the good ear can can hear over the tinnitus on the other side. Yeah. It's kind of strange, but I find that if I'm listening to sound, the tinnitus isn't as bad. But if I'm in silence now, or at night time, after, especially after using the, the console or any noisy machine. So you say it's, it's like that sound, that RTA, it was a technical thing, they, they used to call it tone, yes. that they would send out, um, I presume, to... to, to Get a get a level on the system or whatever, and um, it was it was fairly common. How long would it, does does your tinnitus go away, or does it go no. away when you don't try not to think about it, Robert? It goes away it? when you don't think about it, yeah. but it's always in the background. Yeah. Okay. Here's tone. Here's tone. Probably not not far off a job, maybe slightly higher pitch. Kind of like that, no? Yeah. Maybe not just that noise, but it's not far off it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Non-stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another point I'd like to make, Joe, that maybe... And you can't... Sorry, I'm just... It's in my ear here. You can't <laughs> run... You can't run away from it. No. You can't hide from it. No. Should that would drive you to distraction, Robert? Well... Unless, unless you develop methods of... You have, you have, you, people do get um, adaptive, John. You develop, you know, mm. you'd, you wouldn't be always listening. If you start to listen for it, you'll hear it. Yeah, more, more. I understand that, yeah. 
But I said, my, my one point was that there should be a word of warning on these noisy tools, Joe. I've never seen okay. any word of warning that could damage your hearing with over overuse. Okay. We've, we've, we've an example, Brian, as well, of white noise. Here it is. If you put the two noises together, Joe, you'll have it. So put the two noises together? Yeah, yeah you'll have it. Yeah, the, the, it, it's variable. I, I have some samples from YouTube up on the, the website. Here's the two noises together. I'm trying to mix. I fell off it. There are different types, so yeah. mine reacts and gets louder with noise. I can't drown it out with, with sound. Mm. Um, so you kind of get the standard advice that, you know, you will get used to it. Um, you know, the time that you're not focusing on it will increase as okay. time goes by. And, you know, you, you will get used to it. But if it's actually reacting to the sound environment that you're in, the standard advice you're in trouble. Help okay. you, you know. Um, um, and but then, there is a way out of it. There are yeah. treatments that work, and you know there is there is hope there. But um, you know the specific charities the, that deal in tinnitus thing have very good. Well, the other the, and I remember reading up, and they tell you they try to try and reassure you. One of two things: one, it is not a physical pain; it will not kill you. It will not kill you. Uh, and th- th- sorry, th- there's two things in there: it is not a physical pain. It is not a pain, it's a disturbance and an annoyance. It is not a pain that can be treated, I suppose, with paracetamol. And then two, it's not going to kill you in itself. So try and remind yourself of that. And uh, who, what did Robert say? When I start talking about tinnitus, you'll start hearing the tinnitus. Yeah. Okay, so that sounds to me like um, behaviour uh, treatment, cognitive behaviour treatment. But anyway, that, that works. Now, it, it um, does sound uh, a bit... You know, if you're in the middle of it and people are telling you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. ignore it, it'll go away, oh, or, you know, you will yeah. habituate. And you know what? If you don't habituate, it's your own fault because you're focusing on it too much. It's It, it can be a bit grating. And I know some people with the, the, the kind of rare type that I have find that a bit um, a bit hard to take because, you know, you can't drown it out with sound. It reacts to sound. And there are other ways of dealing with it, though. So I suppose the key message for someone that's in the middle of it is, you know, there's hope. Siobhan quickly is alerted to what you're saying Siobhan you're listening to Brian and Robert go ahead Siobhan uh, hiya Joe, how are you? Good, um, I'm very nervous talking to you on the Take radio, but no, Take just just I was so uh, amazed to hear hear him talking about this because Brian, yeah. uh, it it happened to me to Brian. Yes, it it happened to me as well. Very suddenly uh, one day I was gone gone off. I'm a tour guide uh, part time, and I was going into work with my hearing with my mm-hmm. earphones in, listening to music. Suddenly realised I am not hearing with that ear, and I thought there's something wrong with the earphones. There wasn't. Went had my ears syringe because I do have a problem with wax okay. and um, no no difference and I went then to I rang the doctor in a panic of course because I was com- com- almost completely deaf in the right ear oh, and oh, um, she said oh yeah go go get a hearing test so I got that done and uh, went straight back to her with the results and she made an appointment for six weeks from that time mm. so by the time I got to see the consultant uh, he said I should have seen you six weeks ago oh. <laughs> so uh, which is exactly so Brian's point yeah 
Exactly. So I would just say, you know, uh, I, I'm really, I'm very lucky. I don't have tinnitus, thank God, okay. um, because that obviously is, a, is another, another, uh, you know, uh, makes it yeah. such, so much more difficult. But um, I would say to anybody who, who experiences this sudden hearing loss to go straight away. Straight away. To, and is that, yeah, what, to, after the six weeks, is that what you were told, Siobhan, you had loss in one ear? Yeah, well, it's not completely lost. It's okay. still a little, a little, little bit of hearing, but okay. it's very, very faint. Um, yeah, I, I was given steroids. They can work if they catch it, like straight away. Yeah. Um, and then I eventually, uh, my consultant brought me in for a procedure where they inject steroids into the ear, hoping that would work. But okay. it was too late. It was too late, basically. And how do you, how how do you manage now? Um, well, I manage fine, but it, it, it's difficult, you know. Do you, have, he- like, do you have? Sorry, I'm, I have hearing aids. Okay. Yeah, I have hearing aids at enormous expense. <laughs> well, how how, I, how much yeah. are a set of hearing aids? Well, the, the ones I got were supposedly top of the range, about six thousand euro. Wow. Um, now they're good, you know, but they're not the same. They're not. It's not the same at all. You know, it's just. Uh, and when I'm in a in a group like Brian was saying in a in a restaurant yeah, yeah. or in in a group of friends, it's so frustrating because, particularly when people are talking together and and you know there's yeah, two or three yeah. conversations going on, you don't know what's happening. <laughs> you know, it's it's very difficult. And explain I know if a just seventeen year old who Brian. got this, Joe. Ro- is this Robert? Brian? No, Brian. This Brian, yeah, a seventeen year old who got this. You yeah. know, so that social situation yeah. that's yeah. just been Can described there. The it's awful. Here. You know, yeah. life changing yeah. for that person. It is life changing, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky. I'm a bit older than seventeen, just a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's difficult. Yeah, but uh, I'm managing. But it, Dina, it's it's something that I didn't expect to have to face until I was much older. You know. And just just that that thing you alluded to there, Siobhan, about the hearing aid will never replicate. No. Mm. Well, do we know if it has replicated? Because the ad, the previous Specsaver ad says, suddenly I can't hear or decipher um, a Tin Lizzy song. And then yes. my hearing aids are adjusted and it's as clear as a bell. So well, it, it's, no, it's, ne- it's not as clear as a bell, you know, um, particularly in, in, in a crowded situation. It, you know, um, it, it's, it, it doesn't, it just isn't the same. Um, okay. You know, you can hear, it's like being amplified. The sound is amplified. But then you know it's okay. sort of, you know it's it's amplified, made louder, but it's sort of distorted at that some and particularly my 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 non hearing ear where it's you know it's very faint hearing okay. and it's it's sort of distorted it so it's not the same but um, they, they 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 do help, but you know yeah i yeah. don't I don't have the television on, on as loud <laughs> as I used to okay okay uh Shane Joe at RT. You? shane you're 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 uh, remarking on what Brian and Robert and Siobhan are saying. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, no, well, just um, I, I think there's definitely not awareness on tennis. I've I've been dealing with this now since I'm 16. I'm 33 now. And oh, wow. the, like it's absolutely it's like the, the, the pain you go through, especially when it comes to the sleep, it's, it's horrible. You know, but the only thing that seems to help me, I was saying to you, the girl I was just talking mm. to is is a fan like in the background that would help me sleep you know but that, okay. that noise does never go away um, how what happened to me was I've had five removals of a thing called a, a mastoid it's, it's in the inner ear okay and I've had two removals on the left and three on the right now and that's uh, that's what's caused the tinnitus you know 
And though that's what caused it originally. And he, it did. did. Was the onset sudden, Shane, when you were 16? Um, it was. After the first operation, when I was 16, I, um, I, I was dealing with it. And I'm still to this day... I've, I haven't found yeah. the right the, the right right trick to get rid of it now. But like I said, it, the the fan at the background does help. It's the only thing I can find. You know, like at the likes of meditating and stuff, and but um, it it does help. But it does come back. It just it, it always comes back. You know, it, 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 it's 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 you constantly have to keep your mind busy. If you don't, it's just that that ringing, that constant yeah, ringing yeah. in your ears, yeah. absolutely yeah. horrible. Yeah. You know. But you, you find, given was it Brian who said that it's it's the sound of a fan in his ear twenty four or a hairdryer sorry hairdryer. Mm. But you yeah. say what helps you counteract this whatever uh, sound of tinnitus you have. What what helps counteract it? Counteract mm. it is a fan in the room. Uh, absolutely, like yeah, yeah like just a normal okay. fan, like that we could use in the summer in your house, something similar to that, the noise of that, I think would be a bit more of a soothing sound. Like, with my tinnitus, it would be a very, a, per, a, a loud piercing sound, like a sharp sound, you know? Okay, okay. Um, Kieran, before the break, Kieran, your quick point, please. Kieran yeah, is in John, Dungarvan. How How's it going? You say uh, hearing aids were a lifesaver. Well, yeah, for me, anyway, because I kind of need them for my work. Um, I'm a musician and my hearing loss is more than likely caused from being in a loud working environment for years and years. Um, look, I, I can hear things. I, I am like the guy in the ad with the listening to Dancing in the Moonlight. I can, now I can hear the saxophone. Okay. Um, okay. Clearer than I could before. Okay. You know, um, my, my high frequency um, audio is almost completely gone. And... Um, and is that because yeah, of is that exactly. because of music? Probably, yeah. Probably so um, you're playing high okay. frequency instruments all my life. Tinnitus, Kieran, can I ask? Oh, tinnitus really loud, twenty four seven. Very high pitched, way higher pitched than what you played earlier. Okay. Go up a few octaves. Wow! And how do you cope? Yeah. Um, well, the the hearing aids ease it a little bit, but okay. it, it's it's never gone. Oh, look, I just I just get on with it and. That that the type of person that I just get all the things anyway, you know. And you, um, you, you mentioned that you have hearing aids. Would people yeah. would people see you playing in a band with hearing aids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, if they noticed them, I suppose they would. Yeah, well, but, maybe they I think mean, you, you know the way Bono at that end. They all have. They're all got their own individual. Well, they, they all have their, their in ear in ear protection monitors. Yeah, stuff, yeah. But they yeah. weren't available when. Yeah, of course. I started off, of course, course, and they were they were out of our. Even when they did come in, they were way out of our price range. Financial. You were standing. Sure, the monitors you had, Kieran, you'd stand on them. They were so big. Yeah, you still could. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, well, your advice to somebody with tinnitus is what? Don't panic. Well, I suppose it depends on what causes it. I mean, mine is caused because of the the loud sounds that I have to hear all the time. Um, I don't know about how other people cope with what causes theirs, but certainly, I mean, the reason I suppose I got in touch with the program is just I totally get it that you're first offended by the ads. I'm not. Right. Yeah, okay. I can't hear without them. You know. And, yeah. Okay. Good point. But 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 then again, I like I can't see without my glasses either. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and I really can't. You know. So I'm not offended by the ads that. 
kind of poke a bit of fun at, at not being able to see properly, but if you go and get your eyes tested. But I don't, I have a different type of hearing loss, you know, so mine wasn't caused by some, like an overnight kind of thing. Mine was a sound yeah. that crept up over okay, years and years. Okay, L- lots of, lots yeah. of education and fairness generated by Brian's call there. And hopefully help for people. Thanks indeed, uh, Kieran. It's Kieran Eaton and Shane and Brian Cleary originally. Joe at RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Lisa Chalfa. Lisa, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? You were watching the programme called year. Home of the Year. Yeah, very popular. Yes. On RT a, television last night. Yeah. That's right. It's one of my favourite programmes. But yeah. I was so shocked, annoyed, disgusted and saddened by last night's um, segment. I'm a, a proud Thatch Cottage owner living in Galway and I'm part of the Thatch Insurance Action Group fighting to save our um, vernacular heritage, mm-hmm. which is fast disappearing. They have had a segment with a, an individual, Niall McGrath from Armagh, built a home inspired by Irish vernacular architecture, and he replicated a thatched cottage yeah. and built on the ruins of an old house at the back, which was pre-famine, and he even incorporated the old stone. No doubt to uh, incredible expense, um, the cost of, of installing a thatched roof alone is just, you know... Okay phenomenal um, and I just I just felt I took extreme umbrage at um, what the attitude and comments were um, you know now what, what were they what were they uh, I can't understand why if building a new contemporary home um, why replicate something from the past do these individuals have any idea of the um, importance of vernacular heritage in the country and the importance of tourism? You know, these buildings are fast dying out. They, they, there's little over a thousand of them left in the country. Mm. And I just felt that the, the stigma lives on. I felt that there was an element of snobbery. You know, if this was a Georgian building, which they have viewed and been in mm. awe at many over several programs... You know what's which you know equally I would cherish, but I just felt like it was bringing us back to the tax the windows, the shame of living in a in a thatched cottage, and you know the short sightedness of our of our culture in losing our culture. We're so quick to make ourselves the McDonald's of the globe and lose the attraction. If I was to charge people who pulled up in front of my house over the last okay. 25 years and took photos and actually knocked on the door and asked for if they could have a look inside, I'd be a wealthy woman. And you, you normally let them in? Yeah, if the house okay. is clean. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Here's a clip. It's Amanda Bone. She's an architect. I didn't a... expect to walk into such a generous size living room But from the minute I saw this home, I can't understand why. If you're building a contemporary, new-built home, why you would try to replicate something from the past. People are entitled to live in buildings they like. People are entitled to do whatever they want. I'm not saying they're not. I just don't understand why you'd replicate something from the past. People are entitled to do whatever they want. And it's not a question of like or dislike. Why would you try to copy something from the past? Why not build of the present? Take references from traditional building, but apply them in a contemporary way, in the way that we live now. 
is it not just these are three presenters who got to present the program? They've they're brilliant. Yep. They're brilliant at publicising. The Shin and Will Productions who are generally brilliant at, mm-hmm. at a lot of things, but also brilliant at publicising programmes. Like they managed to get you, Wallace, on the front of the RT Guide this week. It was one yeah. of the presenters talking about renovating his house with his partner, partner Martin. And to get a man on the front of the RT Guide is some achievement because the last 21 RT Guides, 18 front covers have been women, but that's the nature of the business. So they're brilliant at publicity. They're brilliant at trying to generate an argument and this is what, like, to, to say that what that woman, Amanda Bone, just said left you shocked and eyed and disgusted is... Yeah, I take extreme umbrage at, at her, at her comment. I really why, do. Why? And I just well, think it's it only, shows... It's, it's not contrived, but it's just... They have to talk about something when they go in the house. Well, you know, has she not seen the paper recently? <laughs> has she not, you know, seen the plight of thatched cottage owners, okay. which has been going on for years... To fight, you know, we're, we're the custodians yeah, yeah. of our heritage. What have we done, Joe? We've ripped out all our own t- old traditional phone boxes. We're ripping okay. out all of our heritage. And what's left for, for tourists? What's the attraction? I have a, a Facebook page, Thatch Cottages of Ireland, and I have Americans and Canadians and people okay. from all over the world, yeah. you know, saying, oh, my God, I can't wait to get there. These houses are beautiful. The, the, foreigner pe- the foreign people are the only ones who seem to have any, um, any appreciation for them. It's just, I just felt like the stigma lives on and that we are so short-sighted as as a nation. You know, I lived out of this country. I lived away for several years and I came back and I could see the Mm short-sightedness. You know, we're striving to be, as I say, the McDonald's of of the world. Sorry, Lisa, I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it last night. I was washing my hair or something. But what are the other programs? What are the other houses in this program? Um, well, the first one um, I did watch, and it was a, a lovely um, semi-D, and they did a beautiful modern job on it. They they usually do a very good mix of, yeah. of properties. And people um, don't people love all that property stuff because you see other people's house. They're they're invariably uh, they don't do homeless hostels or the tents in in Ashtown. They do these incredible, and that's the nature of the program. It's yeah. an entertainment program, and they do these incredible houses which people are sitting there with their tongue hanging out in their drafty uh, four by four uh, sitting room with the faded carpet looking at it saying if only I if only I'd, I'd win the lotto but that's the nature of it. it's an entertainment program well you know it, it has to be a little bit more than that I, you know as I said if it was a Georgian building and they reviewed plenty of them in the past and they're all you know oh, it's fabulous they've preserved this and they've preserved that but I just felt that there was a disdain <laughs> for the okay. thatch cottage and it was an incredibly beautiful build uh, I, I'd say it cost an absolute yeah, but do you fortune know, was, it, was the owner upset by the commentary? I've no idea I've no idea. Niall McGrath, reach but out is to he, him. Is he still in the? Is he well? You can reach out to us as well. If it was, if is it he was still me, in the comp? Is he, is he still in the competition? They gave a seven, a seven, and Hugh gave a ten. Yeah, well, you see, that's what you want, isn't it? This, you can't have the three of them agreeing. Sarah Cosgrave is a, a no, the you know, designer. it's just that I felt from the minute they walked up, there was like no comment. It's like, oh, you know, what have we got here, kind of thing, and it's it, it's. It's but are you, are you are you are you tilting at straw men here? Like it, it's 
My, my point is, I, I'm labouring it now. By the way, we asked in a will to go. Sorry, we asked someone from the home of the year to come on, but they wouldn't yeah. come on. They, yeah. they, they, they primarily do good publicity, but they wouldn't come on. And they sent me in a 72-page statement to read, which I'll read uh, this evening, and I'll paraphrase it for you tomorrow. The statement is saying we do our best, basically, and yeah. uh, that's Grant. No, it wasn't. I was just it, it wasn't, now, it wasn't, you know. It wasn't a 72-page statement. But it's I another statement. I mean, I'm saying they're, 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 they, they would have been on yesterday trying to get people to watch the programme, which is yeah. what they're brilliant at. The same, yeah. like, same last week with T.G. Cahar. I don't know what's going on. T.G. Cahar and the Creasler, the timing of the Creasler documentary. And T.G. Cahar then said, oh, everyone said, yeah, well, come on, if Joe agrees to watch the documentary beforehand. It was nothing to do with the, the item. had nothing to do with the content of the documentary. It had right. to do with the timing. Whereas, and the con- my connection there is, that the previous week, T.G. Cahar were getting oodles of publicity about the upcoming documentary. But then when people uh, were criticising it, they wouldn't they wouldn't come out. The same way yeah. Shinna Will, and that's their job. They're brilliant at it, Dancing with the Stars. Every single day, every single day in most newspapers, they have something about it. They're brill- absolutely brilliant, brilliant at it. But they should, they should be able to take a bit of flack as well. Well, you know, everyone, and it was said on the programme, everyone's entitled to do what they want and everyone's entitled to their opinion. I, I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah. But my my sadness really is that, you know, Thatch, Thatch Properties by Right should be the most sought after and valuable homes in the country. There is less than... Well, I don't know. What you know, about... Well, come back to your um, original hat, the uh, insurance and... Oh, that's a whole other. Yeah, but why is that? Because is that because they're a fire hazard? Well, there's been a there's been a department report, and unfortunately, they've put a lot of focus on fire um, prevention in thatches. But you know, the the um, the actual numbers really don't stack up that well. It's just that mm-hmm. we're a very small group, and the since Brexit, the um, underwriters are just not interested. Okay, and unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, so are you insured at the minute? Are you insured at the minute? I fortunately I am, but if I wanted to sell my home, it's very unlikely I'd be able to sell it. I've had messages okay. on the Facebook group from owners. What One owner be? had seven offers and had to had to couldn't follow through on any of them because they were young couples that wanted to buy, and they had money to invest, but they couldn't. They wouldn't even be quoted. Well, should given given the heritage value, and I take I take that given the heritage value of Thatch cottages in Ireland, mm-hmm. all our postcards and board faults and all that carry on, uh, should the government indemnify or the government have a role here? Well, that's what the Thatch Insurance Action Group are trying to progress with the government steering committee, but unfortunately, their latest report um, is more about fire protect- uh, protection than anything to do with helping. Um, us with insurance, and as far as you know, it was it was uh, suggested that maybe we would try and get our own group scheme, but that's just not a viable okay. option. But you're saying, as so, far as as far as our program was concerned last night, home of the year, it's uh, it's treatment of well, one one Amanda, she's an award winning. Our traditional va- vernacular heritage was yeah, just was, completely disrespected. Okay, that was lack of respect, um, and was just okay. shocking. Well, don't let it be the last straw for you. Don't. Keep going. Keep campaigning. Keep campaigning. <laughs> See you, Lisa. Lisa, bye-bye. Lisa <laughs> Chalfa. Joe. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. 
Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Bill Maxwell is in Dublin 12. Drimna, Bill, your paperless life. Yeah, I find uh, I was quite amazed with that with, with that lady earlier on. Um, I remember some years ago when they were starting. Well, just to remind to people in case, because it's over an hour ago. Um, that that lady uh, earlier on, she rang in to tell us uh, that fair play to her. She rang in to tell us that half an hour previously. She got a text from Air to say that from now on she she normally gets her bill once a month through the letterbox. But from now on, if she wants to receive her bill from Air, for them to pay for her to pay them. She wants to receive a bill from her through a letterbox. She's going to have to pay 72 quid extra a year. She's still none the better of that. She's none the, still well, none the, she's none the better of that text. Well, I wouldn't blame her, really. Uh, so, 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 some years ago, when, um, when I was changing over, I think it was an insurance start with first, and they actually offered me a discount to go paperless. And that, that was with a car insurance. Or I see, insurance. that's One the way. Year. And that was our mathematician who came on, uh, his name escapes me now, Shane, was it? Um, and he was saying, that's what they should do. They should offer you 72 quid off to go paper. Of course it is. He's, he's perfectly right. I mean, it's probably even more than 72 quid because think of all the people that are in there having to write all those papers. And who, bills. So, exactly. And so, who, Bill, who, who did you... Did you get anywhere by looking for a discount? Oh, I did. Uh, no, it was, it, was the company, it was the company offered me the discount to go paperless. Okay, you didn't uh, even have to fight for it. insurance company. No, not at all. They were delighted to, to get people to go paperless. Okay, so are you, are you, are you completely paperless now? Uh, yeah. In your oh, life, in your life. Yeah, as, as regards bills, yes. As regards bills, yeah. Um, I'm not paperless totally on... Uh, Paying for items, I think I just wrote to you or emailed you about a friend of mine released you that sort of woke me up a bit. They had gone and purchased something in the shop, and when they came out of the shop with the item, a friend said to her, God, oh, didn't you buy something that dear? And the lady said, Well, it was only 25 euro. Yeah. And she said, No, it wasn't. Just, you know. So she looked at, at, at when she got home, this was, I said, No, the shop. And she looked at the bill. It was a hundred and hundred and fifty euro she had paid for something. Now the point I was making out, she used her card. Yeah. But all she did was put her number in, never looked at the, the amount on the screen. Yeah, okay, yeah. Now, okay, it was sorted out That's after true, yeah. the store they gave her they gave her something else. But it made me look up and say, Right, but how many people go into shops? Just put in the number, walk away. Well a lot of never people now number. you don't have to put in your number, you just put your phone up to, a lot of cases, just put your phone up to the to the, to the machine and it goes beep and that's it. I yeah, and uh, no one looks. So, there, you know, but as I was pointing out, if, if I'd have been that girl going into the shop and, and expecting to pay 25 or 30 euro for whatever it was, and okay. I had cash, and the person said to me, it's 150 euro, oh, no, it's not. No, it okay. wasn't the con by the shop. It was the, the I know, I know. person who looked at the wrong part of a, of a, of a, of a price tag. Okay, but okay. It, it could happen to so many people. Like, well, would you pay gone, if if you got a? I don't know whether you're with air or not. But if you got a text from air today saying, uh, and you were in this scenario, that you, you're going to have to pay seventy two quid for a paper bill every year, would you pay it? No, you wouldn't. Would no, you? I would not. I would, I would change immediately. Oh, well, you change? That's, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm 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 a firm believer in in switching every year. Okay, good man, good man, good man. Be, and, and the reason is you actually do save money. And you can even save money from the provider you're with by switching. What do you mean? 
Well, okay. Say, say I'm a rare. How can you save money by not leaving? <laughs> because you you get a better price from other companies. You get a better price from other companies on on the phone. Yeah. Or you're going on you go it. back. You go and back. Then, and then you go back to your own provider and say, oh, "Okay, Look, I got haggle. Okay, okay. Well done, Bill. Well done, Bill." But it's it's it's, it's not haggle, Joe. It's it's common yeah. sense. I mean, money is money nowadays. Okay, that was paperless, Bill Maxwell. Well done, Bill. Paperless. Back, Joe. Five one five five one. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And Joe at RT.ie. Ian Russell. Yes, Joe. Yes, oh, Joe. Sounds like you're going through the wars. What happened a month ago? Well, Joe, I'm a, a panel beater. Okay. A self-employed panel beater. So I'm 35 years now. So obviously... Uh, listening to people talk and obviously it's the not, not using headphones and mm-hmm. uh, earmuffs or whatever you want to call them but about a month ago no just before Christmas I got vertigo and uh, then it, with that went had it for about five days and then the next thing obviously this ringing in the ears and I tell you Joe this is no shorter than a life sentence because I can't concentrate oh, I can't sleep you know, it, it's. I haven't got a decent night's sleep in well yeah, over the, a month. But have you have you spoken to anyone in? Yeah, in terms just of the usual, Joe. We went to the GP. Now he's grand. He's a friend of mine. He brings okay. his cars to meet uh, John, the doctor. But uh, he said basically, there's nothing you can do. And I, when I wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning, I'm on YouTube looking at the. Uh, anything got to do with tinnitus, and it's the same thing. You, you have to. I don't. You just. I don't know, Joe. It's act. And I. I'm fifty now. Next month. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, even when I got home, you know, I can't concentrate. I have a four-year-old. God bless her. I have a fourteen-year-old and a four-year-old okay. and a little four-year-old. The only bit. The only little thing I got. Somebody bought her a kite for Christmas, and I know this. You have to kind of think of something else. But we got. If we flew a kite. And just for about a half an hour, it went away. Just because my mind was, okay. you know, obviously you have to... Well, I don't know where you heard. Now, I'm trying to... There is hope, Ian. There is... Don't, you sound, you, it, it sounds horrific. It sounds horrific. And you've, you've had it bad now. You've had it for a month. But there is... There is hope. And there is... It, isn't there? Go on to the website. But you are tinnitus and... Uh, try and find a sound that's right for you. Yeah. You heard what some of the callers were saying earlier on. Try not to panic. You will panic. You will panic because the sound follows you everywhere, doesn't it? You can't get away from it. You can't um, get away from it. But it's not going to kill you, which there's probably no consolation at this stage. It's not but Joe, I, it's I, not hear the other man, I hear yeah. the other man saying that it's not going to kill you, but I, we, I, we, I have a little house in the countryside. I brought the dog for a walk. Joe, I, I said to me, wife, I'm going to do away. You know, I don't mean to be saying this in the radio, no, but, but that's the way it is. Well, it, it, won't. No, I, I won't. Have you had other other conditions to do with your job or over the no, years? No, no, no. So tennis, well, tinnitus is the worst thing you believe that's ever happened to you? The worst thing. Ah, I, okay. I go down to the credit union and I give all the money I have just to make it go away. That's how bad it is. Ah, okay, okay. It's horrific, I, and I feel okay. for 
And when you're talking to people, they don't understand. Like, I'm self-employed here, and when people are coming into the well, yard here, okay. I can't even concentrate. Okay, well, st- stay, stay with us, especially yeah. for tomorrow yeah. if we get, get more examples. Thanks indeed. Uh, that's Ian Russell. That's very distressing now to hear that. Uh, Annette Egan, produce Catherine Thomas at next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.